What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. We have an excess layer of government bureaucracy that's making running our parks incredibly challenging. And so when you get rid of, uh, or sorry, when you, you know, remove that layer of, um, you know, um, that excess layer, it it just makes uh, the operations more seamless and we can be more reactive. Is the Vancouver Park Board worth saving? Well, that was Mayor Ken Sim on with us on Friday. He clearly definitely believes that it is not worth saving. He was very clear on that. Now, he recently announced the creation of a working committee to work towards the end of the board and have the city of Vancouver just take it all over. And that, as you know, has not been sitting well with a few people, especially a few of the currently elected park board commissioners. So with us now is Brennan Bastiansky, who's a Vancouver Park Board commissioner and someone who objects to the assertion that the board is broken and can't be fixed. Thank you very much for joining us. Hey, good morning. Now, I know you you heard the mayor's interview and you definitely wanted to respond. Why did you feel so strongly about what he had to say? Well, the, the thing is that um, the, the park board, it's there to make sure that the parks and recreation remain a priority. And, they, and the reality is that uh, a number of the things that Ken is complaining about is actually the stuff uh, within the park board realm that's actually looked after by city already. Uh, the aquatic center, the seawall, um, you know, Kitts Pool, all of those, uh, the capital maintenance is done by REFM. Uh, and so that's already failing. So uh, to think that city council is somehow going to, like, uh, do a better job with these stuff uh, associated with parks. It just, it just doesn't bode well. The, you know, it's there. It's the city side that's not actually keeping it up their end of the bargain. Do you think the park board is working well and, and functions all right? The, the thing is, the, the main point of this whole thing is that the, the park board has been underfunded for decades. Uh, city council took over a number of those, uh, a number of these functions that uh, the can is complaining about, and that's why they're failing. Like as the example he gave last week in your show um, about the, the seawall, Park Board used to have their own engineers that would work on the seawall, and the city took over that and gave that to engineering. But the thing is, uh, the engineer, uh, the engineering skills are specific for the for the wall, and that's why outside firms are sometimes used because they used to have that skill set, and the city took that away. And that's just like another example uh, of, of uh, Ken Sam and the ABC team not doing their homework of what's actually happening in the city. Right. But focusing on the actual park board, do you think it's working well? Well, I think it is. I mean, we have, uh, if you look at the the, uh, the park and rec system uh, over the last 135 years, it's one that is admired by everyone in the world. We have world-class parks because of the park board. Uh, and we have crumbling infrastructure because the city is underfunded by the tune of like $20 million a year. Uh, and so, you know, there's there's challenges uh, going all the way back to 135 years. But like every 10 years, and I've got documentation going back nearly 60 years, there have been refinements on how the two bodies of government have adjusted over time. And, you know, the mayor points out, uh, he says there's like, you know, broad sweeping statements that generally not true. But he says there's 40 examples that he could list. But where, where's that list, right? They haven't even got, he hasn't even given one true example that couldn't be fixed simply at the, at the park board level today. 
Right. But let, let me approach this for you from like just the average person's point of view on this. Okay. So you just listed a bunch of things that the city of Vancouver looks after that the general public probably thinks, well, that seems like a park board thing. So then my question is, why do we have this piecemeal of, oh, city of Vancouver looks after that aquatic center and park board looks after this. Why are we doing this? Well, the, the role of the park board is to make sure that parks and rec remain a priority in the city. It's already hard enough to get money from city council. If the if city council is the, the sole arbiter or they, they're appointing people, then that means that other things are going to uh, take priority, like housing, like roads, as if city council doesn't have enough on their plate already. Uh, the, the role of the park board is to be able to spend that time in the community, meeting with the people that use the facilities, and then advocate for it. And so our, our role is to make sure that there is that set of redundancy to make sure that uh, someone in the city just doesn't accidentally like pave over a park because of an engineering problem. And that's and that's that is the the kind of erosion that's happening right now when with the city trying to push into park board territory. Okay, but we will lose green space when we need more. Do you think the park board then has been doing that job? If, if if the public isn't convinced that the park board needs to stay, then has that communication been effective? Well, that's the thing. When you've got the, the mayor's office, you know, in full spin cycle, uh, it's really hard to get the message out there of what the park board actually does. You know, so the uh, if we had the money, like he talks about taking 15 years uh, to build a community center. Well, the city needs to provide more money and we would build one every year. So it's not the park board's fault that the city doesn't give us money. Right. They're prioritizing other things in the budget and uh, and they are taking away uh, the park board's ability to do its own engineering, specialty engineering, like on the seawall. And, and the city is taking over responsibility for maintaining things like uh, the aquatic center and Kitts Pool, which are crumbling. So it just, it, you know, for the city to be able to understand that the park board is there to advocate for them and to make sure that we don't, uh, we don't have our green spaces eroded. Uh, and we have to point out things that the mayor is doing wrong, right? Like the, uh, the transition team doesn't have anyone representing the, the, the recreation centers. Uh, you know, recreation centers were identified as like a non-core asset, that the mayor's financial task force identified that that would be a good place to start selling assets in order to plug the, the budget deficit that he's been able to, uh, that he hasn't been able to balance. Commissioner, and, do, you, so, do you think this is going to erode green spaces? Yes, absolutely. That's the play. Uh, so people need to be, uh, need to be very aware of this because you're, uh, the people in Vancouver were given, uh, were given a vote and that vote uh, was meant to be uh, for a four-year term. And right now, by removing that democracy, uh, it's being eroded. Like today in Vancouver, like that's what it looks like when an autocrat comes in, your votes no longer count. And this autocratic government wants to centralize power. So there's 40% of parks that are not protected. The community centers uh, have all been identified as non-core assets, and, and non-core assets are ready to be sold or given naming rights or privatized. And that's that is what's happening right now. And by appointing, you know, uh, people that are close to the mayor, um, the city needs to have that transparency. The park board is, is providing that to the city and helping people understand and, and helping them wake up that something doesn't pass the smell test. Right. In fact, like listening to your show last week and the garbage that he was spewing, I think we figured out where that putrid smell permeating the lower mainland last week came from, it's from City Hall. 
Okay, so some harsh words there that you're putting out there. What are you going to do about it, though? Clearly, they're lobbying the provincial government to get these changes. What can you do about this? Well, we have um, we're um, organizing the community. So you've got there there aren't any allies on the mayor's side. Uh, you know, the, the nations have said that they're going to the engage, agree to an engagement process, but not necessarily what the outcome looks like. The unions haven't come out in support. In fact, what we've heard is that the outdoors, the, the collective bargaining union that uh, represents the outdoor staff are against it. Um, and the community centers are all against it and they're, uh, they're lowering up. The premier has even said it's not a priority. He's identified that it's only a handful of people in Vancouver that want to abolish the park board and that it's not a priority. So while Ken's like hopeful that he'll go into the spring sitting, the uh, the premier keeps uh, knocking them back and saying, you you know, follow the instructions that were provided. But will you be lobbying so the, the premier? Like what what will you be doing to make your argument? Well, uh, yeah, we're, we've sent letters requesting meetings uh, with the senior levels of government, which uh, which we're organizing now. Uh, the community centers are, are pressuring their their MLAs. Uh, the NDP have a um, have an election uh, later this year. Uh, so they don't want to get in, involved in other like Surrey police type snafu. And uh, we're organizing uh, like town halls and meetings to go and meet people in the community uh, and helping them direct, uh, direct their concerns uh, to, uh, to the province. All right. So we will be hearing more about this campaign then. Absolutely. This, so this is not going to go how the mayor expects. Um, they, they want it done in the spring sitting. The premier's made it uh, clear that uh, Ken was supposed to put a plan together. He hasn't done that, uh, you know, and that by itself, like moving this transition team flies in the face of what the premier's instructions were, right? He was, he was supposed to come up with a plan with the nations, the unions and all the assets, and he hasn't done any of that. So the fact that he thinks that the transition team is going to come in and start taking over, like he doesn't have, he's out of his lane. Uh-huh. And so that transition team is an example where the mayor is just, uh, is throwing money and resources away and trying to distract from the bigger problems that are going on in the city. Well, listen, thanks very much for your time this morning. Pleasure. Thanks, Jimmy. Appreciate that. It's Brennan Bastiamski, who's a Vancouver Park Board Commissioner, clearly not happy with Mayor Ken Sim and ABC Vancouver's plans for the Park Board. If you want to weigh in, simi at cknw.com. But, oh yeah, this is not going away anytime soon.